QP Sports Exchange about to change lives. This is the basketball edition of the podcast. We are hitting you with two episodes today. The reason why is because they were so special. I had to split them into two because I wanted them to get their own proper due. So we did a football podcast earlier and then in the same podcast, we got into a really good discussion about AAU basketball and just talent that had not been seen as much because they're not the five-star guy. So I'm going to give you a couple names to think about and go check out. One is Braylon McCain. He's a 5'11 combo guard. And Coach T talked glowingly about this young man and what kind of character he had and what kind of uh, student athlete he was. And I was impressed, and we're going to follow this guy. So look out for him. All his information will be in the pod. And we also talked about Addison Archer who is a 6-7 forward, very raw, but Coach T believes that this kid is going to make monumental jumps in the next couple years, and that's a name that we need to look out for. So we talked about spotlighting um, a couple kids here and there. Uh, we're going to make it a monthly deal, so we're going to be needing – Student-athletes that need that shine, and we want to give it to them. We want to definitely give them that opportunity. And then the other thing is we just got into kind of how the Charlotte scene is working with the AAU and what goes on and how it's different from the public school, and I kind of gave the West Coast addition to that. So there's a lot to cut into on this podcast, so... I really hope that you guys are enjoying it because we do it for you. And again, if you have a, a, a kid, you're a high school coach, and you have a kid that is just killing it, and maybe he's 5'10", so he's not going to get to go to the McDonald's All-American game or the Nike uh, Summit or anything like that, shoot me a tweet I'm real easy to find it's question point underscore V as in Vince or V as in victory the one that I'm claiming on this pod cause it's so so dope but without further ado kick back and enjoy the pod So, Coach T, we're going we to go ahead and transition into some basketball. i got a couple of little tidbits here, and then we're going to get into the topic that you've been wringing your hands to talk about all night. So I'm going to give you a couple things and then just have you respond to them. 
I read online through Bobby Marks, who is on ESPN. Um, he had his top five free agents that the Lakers could go out and get. Bobby Marks used to be a GM in the league, so you know he's pretty tapped in. Here is his choices for getting the Lakers, I guess, some help. One was point guard Jeff Teague, and they have him basically, you know, being a backup, like, I guess, taking over the Rondo slot. They also have DJ Augustine, also basically playing the same role as a backup, so getting either one or two of those. They were talking about bringing back Jordan Clarkson to the Lakers. And then the two names that kind of really intrigued me in his thought process was Maurice uh, Parkless, the small forward, power forward, who ended up playing the rest of the season with the New York Knicks, and Nerlens Noel. So basically, I guess, replacing the one of the centers that we have. But I'm going to give you two other names, Coach T, and then I'm going to let you have the floor. Keep in mind that the, the Lakers have a full mid-level exception. That means they have $9 million to spend. There was a name that popped up, and also he made a comment. And I'll tell you the comment, and then I'll give you the name, and then I'll let you go on it. He said, at this point in my career, money is not that important. I just want to win, and I like to be part of a championship run. Those were the words of small forward, power forward, Danilo Gallinari, who averaged 19 points a game last year, five rebounds, two assists, and he shot 41% for three. The other name, Coach, that I want to throw out to you is Boogie Cousins. And the reason why I throw Boogie Cousins out there is because could you imagine that guy shooting threes Hopefully, completely healthy. The videos I've seen, he looks like he's in great shape. He was in great shape before he had the uh, the knee injury that wrecked his season before the season started. But I just want you to be able to comment on some of the names that you heard, and if there's one or two that kind of piqued your interest. Yeah. So it depends on, all right. So I, I guess I got a couple of different answers, right? So if, the, if it depends on who they get rid of in the front court, right? If that is JaVale McGee, which it seems like if I was to pick one of the big men that won't be there, it would be JaVale McGee just because we saw like from Dwight Howard that playing with LeBron, he really embraced everything about who he was as a player, like whether that's rebounding, that's defending on the perimeter, that's that's blocking shots at, at a high rate um, and, and scoring. He was actually like making free throws and doing things that we hadn't seen from Dwight. He's catching the lobs. And um, I mean, he was very active and he seems to be a great teammate, you know. So I think that if JaVale McGee is out and, and we're coming back next year with Ant Davis and 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 uh you know, Dwight Howard, then the, the Nerlens Noel move to me would make a lot of sense because he would provide kind of what Dwight Howard does, but just a different frame, right? He's going to be high energy. He's going to get rebounds. He's going to do all the hustle things, um, you know, the hustle plays on the court. 
And I don't think we've seen him in a situation with a superstar, right? A couple of them that would help elevate his game because he's still fairly young. I just think, you know, systems play a, a big, a big role in how players develop. So if he goes and plays with LeBron and Anthony Davis and that culture, you know what I mean? We could see the Nerlens Noel that we thought we were going to see coming out of Kentucky, right? <laughs> like we would, we would have seen that, right? So um, I'm, I think that's an intriguing name for me. When it comes to the guards, man, I just they really need shooting. They really, really need shooting because DJ Augustine, I've I seen him play like pretty early in his career here in Charlotte. He played with the Bobcats, so. I was able to see him. Can he provide shooting consistently? I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't seen him recently, like an NBA. He, he's a name for me that I, you know, he's been off my radar for a while. So I, I really want them to go after a scoring guard, somebody that can score and it's going to be an absolute threat, whether they're coming off the bench or not. They need that. They need to be able to put pressure on these teams, man, because you, you know, what Rondo did in the playoffs was phenomenal, especially that last game, you know, that, that clinched the, the championship victory for the Lakers. But that's not going to be something we're going to consistently see from Rondo. So you need to get that from your backup point guard, somebody that's going to be a threat to score, defend, and do the things that we saw from Rondo in glimpses, right, in the playoffs. But somebody that's going to be able to provide that on a consistent basis coming off the bench. So I don't know if any of those guards, to, like, spoke to me um as 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 the piece that they really really need but who knows when you when you go play with superstars man you know your level goes up a notch so these guards these guys are nba players so you know what i'm saying you we, we may see a level from them that we haven't seen in a long time well coach here's the one thing i don't know how many dudes are leaving that's the thing now the one thing that was said out here because we do get a little bit more information is that now that Rondo has his second ring, he might go for the back. So winning might end up not being prioritized. He might go for that one last, one last bat. The JaVel McGee thing is that they saw Dwight Howard switch onto smaller players and be more energized on the defensive end where they felt that JaVel did not provide that same type of energy. So there is a market for JaVale because of the fact that he now has championships from Golden State and Los Angeles, that he would be uh, a marketable player and be able to get a bag of his own. The one thing that I would say is that Jeff Teague would make a lot of sense to me because he does shoot the three and the other thing is, is that he could come off picks and shoot the three. So he can be a guy with the ball in his hands and handle your, you know, handle your offense. But also he could be that guy who could just stand in the corner and hit threes. The other name that made a lot of sense to me, Coach T, and tell me if you agree, was the Mo Harkless thing. And the reason why I said that is because he has length at the wing position, and he's an excellent defender. And his three-point shot was at about 37%. So you have some of that as well. So you have a 3 and D guy that you don't have to pay a ton of money for. So to me, he would be somebody that I'd be very interested in, especially 
going up against the Denver's of the world and the Dallas Mavericks of the world. And then I'm really scared of that team in the Bay Area because I have no idea what they're going to do on November 18th. And keep in mind, for our great, great listeners, and we want to give you guys a shout-out. We love you guys. Uh, Coach T, we are, we are doing it in India, my man. We're getting, we getting a lot of love in India. Somebody's downloading the podcast on a regular basis in India. Um, Let's go. Let's you know? So, and uh, I know that we got a shot you know, uh, uh, an injection of, of Charlotte people as far as science. So we just want to, you know, appreciate you guys and, and let you know that we hear you and we, listen, if you have something that you want to add to the podcast or something that we haven't talked about, listen, we are open. Coach T is very busy, so these production meetings are awesome because he's like, yep, that's great. We're going to do that, and I got this to talk about. So if anybody wants to add something to it, be my guest. But that being said, Mo Harkless to me seems like the guy that would be helpful to the Lakers. And then the other intriguing name was Boogie, and I'll tell you why. If Boogie is 75% of what Boogie was, that's a 16-9 and guy that can stroke it from the outside. And you tell me what that dynamic looks like and opening up the lane for LeBron James and Anthony Davis then. For sure. You know what it adds. It it takes the three big men that they had currently this year that they ended up winning a championship with, you know, and turns that up a notch. Because Boogie, you know, with the injuries, you know, considering all the injuries he's had, we don't want to see him start, right? We, we We probably want him in the JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard type of role, which means it's going to conserve his body a little bit and allow him to play the whole season. Because he, I mean, let's just be real. He's had, he had, he's had injury issues. Now we're talking talent and his competitiveness, like it's there. And he understands by being around LeBron, just being around him, that dude, you can't be on that, that other stuff you was on. You get what I'm saying? So we're seeing, we're going to have to see a different um, Boogie Cousins. We know the talent is there. So I could see that being an excellent move because they can take the current formula they have and they just can upgrade at certain spots. You know what I'm saying? And go into next year, like, look, this is our formula. We just added more talent. Um, and, and, and we look, we're going to stick with this and we're going to try to get us another chip, man. But I can see that being an awesome, awesome move for them, especially if he's healthy. If he's healthy, then, hey, it's game on. That, that's a big time move. Yeah, Coach T, and I'm going to leave you with this, and then we're going to get into our last topic. Coach T, I listened to a pod last night, sir. It's called Laker Nation Pod, and the whole shout-out, Trevor Lane. I like that brother because he he gives good information, and he seems tapped in. But something popped up on his pod that was intriguing to me, Coach, and I'm going to tell you what, what it was. They talked of a Buddy Hill trade to the Lakers. If my memory serves me right, QP Sports Exchange talked about Buddy Hill to the Lakers three weeks ago, and I'm just smiling a little bit, Coach, I I have to say, because it seems like we are on the right track, my brother. And uh, when I heard that, I was like, 
Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on other podcasts, podcasts that are a little bit bigger than ours right now because we're growing. What's your thoughts on another podcast having ideas that you and I have discussed three weeks ago? Hey, first and foremost, great, great minds think alike. Uh, I think that we're, we're on top of it, man. We're not here to um, be perfect, of course, right? Nobody, nobody can be perfect. But in the end of the day, we're real sports fans. Like we, we, we eat, sleep, live, and breathe sports. Um, I'm a coach. You know, I'm, I'm heavily invested in, into sports. My kids play sports. Like it matters to me. Like so I'm paying attention. And so when I say certain things or, or events, you know, says certain things, you know, we, 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 we put some thought into it. And so, you know, with Vince being out on the West Coast, he's definitely um, closer to, to, to the West Coast teams and everything like that. So when he said what he said and we had a conversation, I was like, yo, that really can fit. You know what I'm saying? Because like I keep saying, like, Braun needs scoring guards or guards that can shoot because that spot up corner, uh, you know, role that, you know, KCP uh, played, that Danny Green played, like you got to be able to feel that role because, I mean, the reality is Danny Green probably won't be back. Um, I don't think he will be. So if they can get somebody like that to fill that role that's going to actually be more consistent, knocking down those open shots when when they just collapse on LeBron and AD, then, yeah, that's, that's going to make the Lakers better. So the fact that they they mentioned it, man, shouts out to them. But, you know, we are we on top of it, man. QC, hey, we're QP Sports Exchange, man, We you know. Y'all got to tap in. Tune in, man. Every week we're dropping an episode, man. Come and, come and get the nuggets, man. Straight from Vince, man. Straight from Vince and Coach T, man. But shouts out to them, man, for, for mentioning it. Hey, that makes, me, that makes me feel good, man. We're on the right track. And our Twitter will be ablaze of that when we drop this podcast, for sure. But the other name that popped up that I wanted to throw out right before we get to this is they say it's a high probability that Derrick Rose is coming to the Lakers. Wow. Uh, another another situation where we, where we could see, like, redemption take place. You get what I'm saying? Like, what better situation to be in? Like, we talked about Le'Veon Bell being in his situation, right? What better situation to be in than to go play with LeBron and AD and at the same time let people know, hey, yo, y'all must have forgot who I was. You get what I'm saying? And I'm about to show you why y'all got to try to stop LeBron and AD that, oh, yeah, when you come to me, it ain't going to be, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be the same kind of struggle. You feel me? Because y'all forgot. Former MVP, yeah, had some injury issues. But, yeah, man, if they can get Derrick Rose and, and Boogie and, you know, like I say, kind of um, manage their minutes to where that, you know, injuries aren't, you know, something that they'll have to worry about just from just playing them too much, right? Because, because, we know when you've had serious knee injuries or, you know, Achilles or things like that. Hey, man, too, too many minutes may end up, you know, resulting in some other form of, of injury or maybe, you know, unfortunately re-injuring something that you've already injured, you know. So I think that's the perfect spot, man. I would love to see D. Rose come out there and play with Brian. I would love it, man. I would love to see that. Yeah, I would too because this, this West is going to be super loaded. And the one name that I want to throw out to you, Coach T, and I'm going to give you a week to kind of get some video on this guy. But I've been in my bag a little bit, Coach T. I've been really working hard because, you know, you told me that I I really got to apply myself 
and I got to pay a lot of attention to detail. And I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do that. So there's a two guard out of TCU by the name of Desmond Bain. And I'm looking at this guy. If the Lakers do nothing with the draft pick, if they don't trade the draft pick, the 28th pick overall, Desmond Bain to me looks like a guy that could fit in with the Lakers right away because he's an older guy. He's not like a one-and-done. He played um, all four years at TCU. He shoots a three. He's a three-and-D guy. But I definitely want you to go ahead and do some video work and and maybe come back to us next week and and tell me what you think of him as a player and maybe give me like a player comp. Do you think you can handle that for us? I'm already on it, man. Taking notes as we speak. Um, you know, I, I get excited to get homework. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I take it, brother. I will take it, and um, I will definitely uh, do my research and uh, dig into his game, man. And, and and we'll get back to it for real. So you guys know every once in a while we bring you kind of behind the production curtain and give y'all a little nugget about how this podcast goes on and how much how how much we're dedicated to it. So last night on the West Coast, it was around two in the morning. Your boy Vince had an idea. So I hit Coach T up and said, Coach T, I need a couple names from your area. We're gonna give them some love. So shout out to the whole North Carolina state. Just as quiet as kept, Coach T, I'm, I might be thinking about a move. And one of the areas I'm looking at is North Carolina. Knoxville is in the running, but I am looking at North Carolina as well. But I asked Coach T to look at about three guys. They didn't have to be five-star guys, but guys that he thought would be Impact Division One guys and Coach T, what do you have for us and school us with some of the guys that you know about? Let Let's go, let's go, man. I'm 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 amped. All right, so so we're the hoop state. You know what I'm saying? Like that's our name. Uh, I listen when when you give a when you give a state a certain name, it has to be a read. Like you got to show proof, right? We talked about proof. And you, you can go all the way as far back as you want to go to Michael Jordan or whoever, but North Carolina, Tracy McGrady, like you name it, like the schools here, the high school basketball here in North Carolina, we, we pump out some of the best. All right. So because of that, I think that a lot of the other players tend to get overlooked. So when you, you, you said it was like about two in the morning over your way. Right. So I got that message at like, 517 you know what I'm saying and anybody who knows me I get up super early just because that's just who I am I feel like you get 24 hours in a day you know what I'm saying like I got stuff I have to do in the morning so I get up early a lot of people who follow me on IG they know that I tend to be on live sometimes at eight in the morning um just because I've been up for three hours or whatnot but yeah so when I got that message I'm like oh yeah say say less like I, I got it we're gonna do this all right so um as you know and if, if you're a hoop junkie like myself and, and you pay attention to like just prep basketball and like, um, you know, the different, you know, rankings and things like that, you that stuff can get a lot of, how can I put it? It can get muddy at times because 
some of these kids get ranked at an early age. And, you know, by the time they're a senior in high school, you, you don't know what happened to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or by the time they're a freshman in college, you're like, I remember when that guy was ranked number two in the country. Like, where is he now? You get what I'm saying? So, and then there's also these guys that weren't highly ranked, right? And they, and they come out and they produce and they end up making it to the league or whatever. And you're like, why wasn't this guy on the ranking list? Like, you know, back in the day, but it's because, you know, these lists, man, don't get too tied up in them. You know, I've learned that. I've learned that from being here in North Carolina. Um, but a couple guys came to mind for me. So I got two for you, Vince. I know you said three, but I got two because number one, I, you know, I, I, I want to speak from experience. I want to speak from experience. I've had the opportunity to coach against, shoot, the number one player in the class of 2024. I've had, so, so I'm not going to mention him. Um, I've had the opportunity to coach against him and played against him in multiple games. Then, you know, there's a couple of other guys right now. So I'm, I'm going to start first and foremost um, with a kid that I know personally uh, because I coached him. He played with Milton Elite Basketball, my AU organization, for about a year and a half. Actually, him and his brother both played for me. But um, Braylon McCain, uh, remember this name, write it down, Braylon McCain. Um, he's a sophomore at South Mech High School right now here in Charlotte. Just uh, 5'11 combo guard, physical, uh, gets to the basket with ease. I mean, he, he, he look, he can shoot the rock, too. And a lot of people, when they, when they, when they see him play, they always talk about how physical he is just because of his build. He's, he's really like, he's squared off. Um, he, he's very tough. He gets a ton of and ones, but he's developed like a phenomenal shot. So now, you know, he keeps defenses on their heels. Um, he's constantly getting better. The kid is dunking. Now I, I've had, him, I, I had the opportunity to coach him from like when he was in sixth grade to um, about eighth grade, you know? So, so I, I, I was very close um, just, just watching his development, man. And just, I knew he was special from the time that I saw him play, but I'm not mentioning Braylon McCain because of the fact that I coached him. If you had the opportunity to coach against Braylon, you know what I'm talking about. So any team that's, that's played against Milton Elite, whether that's CP3, um, you name it, any of the top organizations, they remember number five on my team. After every game, it's like, yo, that number five, he tough. You get what I'm saying? So he's going to South Mech this year. Um, he's currently playing for PSB Elite, which is a, a pro skills basketball. They're, they're well known here in Charlotte. They actually just teamed up with Steph Curry and they have a like an elite team with Steph Curry here in Charlotte. But Braylon, not only on the court, has it figured out, but in the classroom, 4.38 GPA. Um, excellent family. Um, he, you know, he's 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 a good kid. Excellent character. So people fail to realize in the recruiting process that these are the things that separate kids that are close as far as talent. Um, you know, they get separated when it comes to these things right here, when it comes to character and grades. All right. Where can I see Braylon playing at on a division one level? He's going to listen to this because he, he has no clue that I'm talking about him right now, but when he hears it, the only right answer for me is to say Duke university because his favorite team is Duke, but he's the type of player that Coach K will take and will turn him into a first-round pick. And what I mean by that is when you look at Coach K, all of his guards have been kind of smaller, right, over the last few years, like his point guards, and they've all been first-round picks. So 
Braylon, who's 5'11 now, he may end up being, you know, I don't know. I can't see the future. I don't know if he'll end up being 6'6 or whatever the case may be. But if he if he tops out at about 6'2, he can go to Duke. And in that system, he can succeed on at a high level because he can do everything that the coach is going to want him to do. He's extremely coachable. He's extremely coachable. He's going to buy in and he's going to produce on the offensive side. He's going to be able to get his own bucket at any time. Anytime he's a bucket. Like if you've had to guard him, like I tried guarding him in practice. I ain't, you know, I, I admit this, like, you know, he got me too. You know what I'm saying? So he really, he really liked that. Like Bray really liked that, man. So I could see him going to Duke. Um, I know that's his dream. But honestly, where, where any situation, if he ended up at a, you know, a different division one school, like if he ended up at UNC Charlotte, he would be, you know, he would be just a godsend because when you get a kid like that that's motivating and has it figured out on and off the floor you're going to get a kid that's extremely focused and he's he's going to go extremely hard to to um live up to all the expectations and even exceed the expectations that has been set before him so um braylon mccain and you can find him man if you're on instagram if you're on twitter um you know just first and foremost on instagram it's at bray so b-r-a-y underscore two the number two underscore tough t-u-f-f bray underscore two tough on instagram check him out um he just recently was in a commercial with psb basketball um you know you'll see you'll see he can play his left-handed combo guard 511 uh south mech high school so he's a sophomore amazing i got a question coach t Mm -hmm. because when you said that he was squared off and then you just threw in the hole that he's a lefty thing okay Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw a couple schools out there to you. No offense to the North Carolina area. I love y'all, but I'm going to throw a couple other schools out there for you, all right? I'm going to ask one question before I I throw the schools out. How is Braylon in the pick and roll aspect in the game? Phenomenal. And and you heard me mention a 4.38 GPA. Right. It's not just in the classroom type of uh, intelligence that he has, you know, his basketball IQ is, is extremely high. Like um, this summer, like prior to COVID, like my son, you know, would train with him a lot. Like they kind of grew together. He actually, actually my son having a chance to play and practice against Braylon all the time, made my son better. Who's a Shout year out younger. To yeah. Let's a, get it a, out there. Yeah. yeah. So who, who's, who's a year younger. So, you know, if you have the chance, follow my son at son of Milton elite um, on Instagram who's, you know, he's also, he's an incoming freshman in high school right now. So he's working on his own path right now, but playing against Braylon actually made him better. He had to learn how to guard somebody that at the time just had, you know, had everything in his bag. So they trained together a ton this year and, and, you know, shouts out to Chris Wilson, matter of fact, you know, who, you know, he's one of my go-to guys when, when I'm not training my son, he would go with Chris and Chris would, he actually helped uh, coach in, in nationals with, with my basketball team last year. Chris Wilson played four years at uh, St. Joe's. He also played overseas in Germany. He, you know, they did a ton of training on pick and roll like all year because like situational training, right? Because it's very important that you understand like how to play the pick and roll. Like, you know, whether you're the the person that's setting the pick or, or whether you're the ball handler, like you need to know both roles, like every piece of it. So Braylon is, is well-versed in that area. He can be used like I say, as a combo guard, he can run your offense or he can get you a bucket. You know what I'm saying? You can clear it out, go ISO with him. Like he can pass the ball very well. And he, he's going to get to the free throw line. Like he's going to get to the free throw line. So that's just built into his game. Um, he's very physical. So 
Um, that, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, when it comes to the pick and roll, man, he, he's, he's ready for that too. Okay. So I'm going to throw out a couple more schools at you because when I heard Lefty and I heard that he was about 5'11", but he was, you know, well-built, the school that I automatically thought of, the University of Villanova. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Villanova has, has like I say, they have the proof. <laughs> we, you know, I keep mentioning this, but it's just, it's true. Like in life, man, when you throw something out there, you got to throw the proof out there, right? Because then it's, it's a difference between people listening to you and people really buying into what you're saying. Because you can say, hey, look at this. Look at what's happened. Villanova? Yeah. And I say that from like, I have some pain in my voice when I say that about Villanova because yeah, they did what they did and with my, with my boys, you know what I'm saying? And that game went and crushed my heart. Like, bro, I was like, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it, man. But they they produced some guards over the years, man. So, you know, that that's a proven, you know, they have a proven track record. Um, and the reason I said Duke is just flat out because I know Braylon, you know, I would, how can I put this? For any kid that's um, setting goals for themselves, like you're going to shoot for the stars, right? That, that's where you want to be. Um, you know, Coach K, you know, is arguably one of the greatest coaches to ever do it. And this is coming from a Carolina fan. This is when we talk about respecting greatness. Um, I respect his greatness. I respect his ability to not only coach the collegiate athletes, but to be able to to, to reel in the, the egos of professional basketball players. You know what I'm saying? And get them on one accord. Like that to me is phenomenal because every college coach can't do that. That's why they're coaching college and that's why they, they decide to stay there. So um, I mentioned Duke because I know when he listens to this, he's going to be like, yeah, you're darn right. I want to play for Duke. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if he goes somewhere else, D1, it's still a blessing. And he's still going to go there and he's going to, you know, he's going to exceed any expectation that's put out there for him, man. Cause he's, he, he was born for this, man. I've told him for years that, that he's, he's special, man. And uh, the, the coaches around here know, they know he, you know, he may not be, cause we have so much talent around here. He may not be on that list just yet, but you give it another year. Or so like, you'll see this year. You know what I'm saying? You'll see this year. Braylon McCain, um, like I say, follow him on Instagram at Bray underscore two underscore tough. You can find him on uh, you can find him on Twitter as well, you know, at Braylon McCain. So that's B-R-A-Y-L-E-N-M-C-C-A-I-N. So, all right, Braylon, at Braylon McCain. Oh, yeah, we definitely want to give this young, very smart young man some love. So, Brother McCain, we look forward to seeing your endeavors this year and shaking fools any which way like MJ. So, I look forward to that. Um, What's the second guy that you had on your list, Coach T? Yeah, yeah. So, the second guy I actually had the opportunity to coach against multiple times. And, man, it was, uh, you know, all right. So, it's a kid named Addison Archer. Uh, who, who's here, he, he actually just announced that he'll be playing for Victory Christian, so which is here in Charlotte this year. He's also a class of 2023 guy, so he's a sophomore as well. I know you wanted a junior, man, but I'm, I'm kind of highlighting two guys that um, not only did I have, like I like to speak from experience, right? So I coached, coached against Addison. Um, he's 6'7 um, <laughs> and growing, very like long, wiry, athletic, can run the floor. I mean, high energy, block shots, um, catches lobs. He, he's doing all of that. And the thing about Addison is that he's extremely raw. And, and, and you know, and I know that sometimes like 
being raw can be probably one of your best attributes. You know what I'm saying? When you're still young, because you haven't reached your ceiling. A lot of guys hit their ceiling like in high school, unfortunately, and then they get to the you know collegiate level and they never really get better. So, so when you look at a kid like Addison Archer, he is getting better. Like you haven't seen the best of him. Um, he just recently just got two D1 offers, which I didn't know about until I kind of looked into it. But he is on the rise, man. He is on the rise. He'll be in Charlotte, which is probably the best place for him to be because there's a ton of talent here. Again, you know, we have the top ranked player of the class of 2024 here in Charlotte. We have Mikey Williams is now here and, you know, playing with Lake Norman Christian. Uh, we have um, Robert Dillingham, who is uh, top top 50 player in the class of 2023. You know, Aiden Holloway, top 50 player in the class of 2023. We, we have a ton of talent in Charlotte. And that's just to name a few. Like I'm, I'm leaving out a bunch of guys, but um, Addison has has the potential to um, at Victory Christian in that system and, and, you know, with their schedule and for him to be able to play against some of this talent and, you know, put his name, you know, for him to rise up that list. But I had the opportunity to coach against Addison. And one thing that I noticed with him is that his motor doesn't cut off. Right. Mm. And at six, seven, okay. to be able to run the floor, play defense and get up and down the floor like he's still developing his jump shot and I'm sure he's gotten a lot better he, he took a couple threes in the games that I coached against him but one thing I noted is that he has that motor and when you get it when you get a big man he's he I mean the kid's what 15 probably he may be turning 16 soon but he's six seven so he's that's he's not done growing the kid may be six ten six eleven before he leaves high school and if he can you know you know get that offensive game going and that coach at victory christian can you know, develop that part of his game, man. He can be a potential, you know, top 25 player in his class, man. So um, Addison Archer is a kid that you want to look out for. You can find him also on Instagram. You can find him uh, on IG. I believe it's uh, fly underscore Addy. So F-L-Y underscore A-D-D-I is where you can find him on Instagram. And on Twitter, you can follow him at uh, follow follow him at you can call me Addy. So that's kind of long. So the letter U can call me Addy. That's A D D I. That's on Twitter, and you'll get a chance to see. Um, you know, like I say, six seven, tall, wiry. He has this. You know, I don't know if he cut it or not, but he. I remember him from having this like huge froze. So he stood out on the court, like you know what I'm saying. But uh, awesome kid. Um, he was very humble. I didn't see any character issues out of him just as an opposing coach because you notice those things, right? And those are the kids after the game, you shake their hand and be like, hey, man, you're going somewhere because you're not um, showing any traits of A, being a bad teammate. Um, you're not showing that you can't be coached because a lot of kids at this age, because everybody's telling them they're so good, you can quickly point out the character flaws. And those things will keep you from a scholarship. So I'm happy to hear that he's at Victory Christian, and I think it's going to work wonders for his future here in, in Charlotte. Man. All right. You guys heard it here first. Addison Archer, sophomore, 6'7". You said he had a couple D1 offers. Do you know where they're what, – yeah. what schools it is? Yeah, definitely. So um, uh, I think his first offer, he, he was offered to Winthrop University. Um, okay. South, South Carolina, their Division One. He also uh, recently North Carolina A&T which is okay. uh, Division One as well. Like I say, some some lower-level D1s, but you know and I know the lower levels, they, they're going to try to get in first. You know what I'm saying? Oh, because yeah. they, they realize that, look, a year from now, he's going to have a ton of offers, and we want to at least, you know, have that connection with say, hey, man, we gave you your first offer. Because you never know. Like, some kids literally will remember that first offer, 
And that may be the one they go with down the line because they're going to be like, man, these guys believed in me when nobody else did. You get what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I see this, you know, within the next 12 months, his list turning into something like, you know, of like a 20 to 25 team list of, of D1 offers before he gets to his junior year. So um, shout out to Addison, man. Keep working. I, you know, I had the pleasure to coach against you, man. And I, and I saw the potential in you. If I didn't, I definitely want to mention you on here, man. So I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I would love to be able to have have the chance to talk about more players. And I'm sure we'll get to the time where we'll, we'll, this topic will come up again. But this is just two of the players that I have experience with, whether I coached or coached against. And and I seen the potential in them from day one, man. So so those are the two kids. Braylon McCain, shout out to Bray, man. You know my boy. Hey, Bray, you know LeBron the GOAT, bro. You ain't going to like this statement. But, hey, LeBron the GOAT, Bray. You're my guy, man. I, I love Bray, man. He, he's a KD fan. So, but Addison, man, keep doing y'all thing. Stay focused in the classroom. Stay focused on the court, man. Y'all, hey, the sky's. like to hear that and coach t is right we will have more of this type of topic on the podcast for multiple reasons one we want to spotlight guys like addison archer who aren't the five-star guys at this present time and we want to see what their journey looks like so i want to tap in and, and check in with these cats you know like after the season and just see if maybe we can uh bring them on and just see what it was like and what the experience was like now that they, you know, they, you know, they're definitely gaining notoriety. I mean, listen, Braylon McCain sounds like he has some lofty goals because he wants to play at Duke. So keep up that grade point average young man and you'll definitely get there. And uh, I can't wait. I want to definitely do more of this. I want to bring on and give exposure. If Charlotte and North Carolina is the hotbed, of high school basketball where we can spotlight this area, we want to do it because LA is going to get it. Okay. We got Hollywood, we got Sierra Canyon, all the NBA players, kids go there and all that. And they're going to get, you know, and New York gets it just because of what it is. Right. We just know there's certain cities that get that love and they get that notoriety as far as concerned. And my whole thing is this, game finds a way, but we have no problem pushing for a city like Charlotte and other areas. Shout out to South Carolina. I know how y'all get down in the college basketball world and also in prep basketball. And you guys have phenomenal tournaments down there. And I want to get down there for one of their better tournaments, Coach T. We're going to have to definitely do that. So we're going to definitely keep this as something that we do maybe like once a month, Coach T. So keep an eye out and, you know, get a couple more guys that you want to shout out. And uh, we're going to put it on the map. What it, I mean, we'll put it further on the map than what it is right now. And maybe we can boost it up there with the New Yorks and the Chicagos and the L.A.s of the world. Hoop State, baby. Hoop State, man. Hey, we, we, we put our flag down a long time ago. So they know what time it is around this way, man. Um. You know, just to kind of add on to that, and I know I know we're about to get off of here, but 
you know, it's a reason why Mikey Williams came to North Carolina. Like a lot of people, the, the, the knock on him and the reason why people were saying that he's not the number one player in his class is because of who he played against at the school he was at. And I don't know if, I don't know how those, um, you know, uh, those conferences align out there in California, like when it comes to high school basketball and stuff like that. But like here in North Carolina, you're going to play against some heavy hitters. Like you ain't going to be able to duck it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to have to play them and they're going to want to play you. You know what I mean? So I hope like Norman Christian actually puts him in that situation where he's going to be able to play against these top ranked players so that he can be evaluated properly and not just offer him, you know, going for, you know, 77 points against some babies. You know what I'm saying? It looks like he's just a man amongst boys. So, hey, put him up against the big boys and, and, and let, let him, you know, uh, show why he's considered, you know, a, a lot of future lottery pick in the NBA. Well, part of the problem, Coach T, out here is that the, the charter school has really kind of taken over uh, high school basketball, okay? We have a lot, like, what is it? It's uh, Harvard, Westlake Christian. They get a lot of, you know, the, the talent as far as that's concerned. Um, Marta Day is another school that gets a lot of talent. We mentioned Sierra Canyon. So the schools that are like the Long Beach Polys of the world, shout out to Long Beach Poly. I like right down the street from y'all. So you know, you know what time it is. They have a guy by the name of Perry Watson. And he's a six seven, six eight kid. He's a four star, so he's he's there. Okay, he he's there. He's uh, already committed to UCLA. I commend him for staying at Long Beach Poly because he had offers to go a lot of places to play basketball, and he stayed at Long Beach Poly because it meant something to him to pay play in a public school. So what happens is, is some of these cats they get to duck the other good schools like the Long Beach Polys of the world and playing against you know, a, you know, a top 25 player in next year's class and, and what have you. And, you know, then they'll go on the tournament and they'll play the, the Mount Verdes of the world in Florida and get trashed because you haven't played anybody yet. Because mm-hmm. there's schools like Fairfax High School out here. They do an excellent job. Uh, Santa Monica High School out here does a very good job. Uh, Westchester High School out here. Uh, Shouts out to all these schools that I'm mentioning. They do a very good job with the public program. And they get a lot of uh, community support. There's a lot of love. Snoop Dogg gives a lot of love to Long Beach Poly because that's where he went. And up until a couple years ago, Antonio Pierce, who was the the linebacker for the, uh, the Giants, he was the head coach at Long Beach Poly. And now he's moved on and he's under Herm Edwards in Arizona State. We have a good tradition, but problem is, is that lining up everybody so they can play everybody, they kind of duck and dodge. So I hope that Mikey Williams gets that, the eyes on him, and also has that consistent level of talent where he has to bring it every night and people get to see what he truly is. For sure. For sure. I, I completely agree with that. And it's just, it's the it's the nature of the beast. Like you say, if a private school can can poach a kid that's top top notch, they're gonna do it, um, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna give you an offer you cannot refuse, right? Um, you go to some of these prestigious um, private schools that are gonna make sure you go D one, right? They're gonna make sure you have the academics in line. They're gonna make sure that you know character wise that you're in an environment that's set up for you to win, 
And it's hard as a parent to say no to that. You get what I'm saying? So I completely understand. I don't knock it. But, you know, I come from the era where, you know, public school basketball was our option. That was our only option. You know what I'm saying? And we had a kid, you know, shouts out to Anthony Morrow. He played, you know, 10 years pro. He's from West Boulevard. I actually played um, Golden State. He still holds some of the Ricky records for like three-pointers and things like that in the NBA. Um, he went undrafted, but, you know, he played for Georgia Tech, you know, four years. But the way he got there was he left South Mech High School, the same high school that Braylon's going to. He left South Mech, got an opportunity to go to Charlotte Latin a prestigious school here. And that opportunity um, awarded him with a future to make millions of dollars in the game of basketball. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, it's, it's hard for, for these parents to turn it down. And every time they present it, man, I mean, it's hard to blame them, you know, for not going in that direction, but I would love to see more, more kids stay in the public school realm because a scholarship is going to come regardless. Kennedy Meeks, who played for Carolina um, some years ago, um you know unc he played for a public school here in charlotte he played for you know west charlotte high school we've had a bunch of guys play for west charlotte high school that have have you know made it out west charlotte is known here um, for being good in basketball vernon maxwell mad max his son plays for a public school he, he just you know he's going d1 here in charlotte so um it's just it can be done i just i think that the private schools just man they paint a picture that it's hard to you know what i'm saying it's hard not to look at that picture and be like yeah i want that you know what I'm saying? So, it's oh yeah, when you get that, and you're talking about, you know, also taking them out of an area that's, let's just face it, okay, you take them out of an area that's probably poverty stricken. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of extracurricular activities going on, and you put them in an area where there's manicured grass, you know. Like the the books that you get are brand new. <laughs> yeah, guess you get an iPad. It's like Oprah. Everybody gets an iPad. You know that type of thing. So I get it. I I understand. And who doesn't want to give their child a leg up? I I definitely get it. But there is something to be said for the value of doing it in the public system. Um, I'm gonna shout out a coach because. He doesn't know that he made a really big difference in my life because he actually coached basketball team, but I was playing baseball at the time, but I used to listen to him. Coach uh, Katani at Fairfax High School, shout out to you, my brother. I was a young cat, and I used to listen to your speeches because a couple of my guys played on the basketball team, Chris Mills, who played in the NBA, and Sean Higgins, who went to the University of Michigan and got him a title as far as that's concerned. Yeah, I... He was just a great motivator, and he had special talent. And basketball was exciting in L.A. Like, you could go on a Friday night, man, and see a game between, like, Westchester and Santa Monica, and you definitely saw D1 talent running up and down the court. So, you know, it can definitely be done, and I just think what has to happen, and I think you agree with me, is our communities, you know, we got to get behind these kids, and we always talk about, it's for the kids. And I know you're, you're really, really doing it for the kids, uh, Coach T, with uh, Milton Elite AAU. So my thing is, is that if we're really about the kids and we're really doing it for the kids, we got to get part of these um, these fundraisers and these fill the rafters as far as that's concerned, how people understand and stuff like that, and, and put some, of course, some money into these programs. So 
then they don't have to go to the the charter schools and these big like machines that mm -hmm. high school basketball have become now and it would be great to see yeah and and you know like this is it's, it's it's such a it's such an interesting topic man like we'll probably have to do something on this in the future because i can like really really um like just go into depth on how how the landscape of high school basketball has just changed you know in the last 10 years maybe 15 years maybe even longer like we have a kid right now Jaden bradley bradley who's at a cannon school here in uh here in concord and he is the number one point guard in the class of 2022 in the country. Number one point guard. Guess where he leaves Cannon School to go to? Cannon School was already a private school, but a big, even bigger, you know, institution has taken Jaden Bradley. So now he's at IMG in Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. You get I what I'm saying? And, and that's yeah. the second kid they poached out of, out, of, out of Charlotte that was a top-notch kid. You know what I'm saying? Like we're known for like pumping them out, but at IMG, like the tuition there, um, I looked it up. It's somewhere like because it's a boarding school type of environment. Like if you stay on campus, it's like something around like forty-two grand or something like that for one year for your Ooh. kid to go there. For your kid to go there, like so, it, as a parent of a child that gets an opportunity to go there where we're not coming out of pocket of that forty-two grand, and we know the type of situation that IMG they're known for developing athletes. That's what they do there. So, um, like it's hard to go against it, but like you say, we need people. Um, with, with large platforms and deep pockets to really like care about the public school system and the sports and to pour into it and to make it um, pre present it as something that's going to be um, when a kid sees that they're going to want to stay because they care right about the name on the front of their jersey they care about their community and quite honestly we're, we can never uh, a public school can never match the environment where you have to pay 30 grand plus or 25 grand plus a year for a kid to go to you right. just can't match those type of <laughs> environments in a public school. But what we can do is make the public schools um, better, you know, like um, less crime, less BS going on, better teachers. Right. Um, you know, more diverse environments where kids are going to want to go to school and and not feel like they have to go to a private school in order to, you know, achieve the level of success that they want. So I agree, man. It's just it's just such a it's a it's a it's a touching topic, man. Um, I have kids right now and. And we're in between, you know, those same decisions. You know what I'm saying? Do we do when we get that opportunity for my son to play private or my daughter to play private? Do we jump forward or do we let him stay, let her stay in public school and just, you know, show that it can be done here, too? You know what I'm saying? So so those are decisions that parents are making on a daily basis. What we'll do is you guys are definitely getting all the production meeting stuff right now. Boy, I tell you, QP Sports Exchange gives you all a lot of good stuff, but. What we'll do is let's break it up into segments. So next week, why don't you put together a segment for us, you know, like step one, and we'll break it into like four or five segments and we'll touch on it for about 20 minutes. And then it'll lead into the second segment and so on. And then we can have a, a clear picture of what you're talking about with the scene. And maybe I can also add some texture for the people on the West Coast, if you have not heard of IMG, I don't know how you have not heard of it. IMG is a is a complete academy, okay? It, it will be on the um, same type of situation as Harvard, uh, Westlake Christian, but maybe on a grander scale because they got a lot more land. So 
for my West Coast people, that's what he's talking about when he when he's talking about IMG. Yeah, and I know I know out there in Cali that you know you guys have similar institutions as well. It's just being on the East Coast, you know of just the you know the names that stick out there, man. IMG, they're known for athletes. Like they tell you that. Like if you go to their website, like your kid comes here. We're gonna. I don't care what sport it is. It's tennis. It's golf. It's baseball. It's basketball. It doesn't matter. Football. We're gonna develop your kid to potentially be a professional athlete. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and at the cost of forty five grand a season, forty five oh, grand yeah. a year. For the low, yeah. low, yeah, for we the low, got low cost for yeah. forty five grand. Yeah, let's round it season. up to an even fifty ball, and we got right. you. you. Know, every every two years, it's a hundred hundred grand in the bucket for your kid to come to IMG. But hey, we're gonna promise you. That he gonna go D one. We're gonna promise you that he got a chance to play pro. So yeah, for sure. Let me ask you one last question and I'll leave it here, but because it leads into a little a little uncomfortability for us, Coach Bradley. Where is his game compared to Sky Clark's game? Jaden Bradley, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number one, the kid's a dog, right? Um, yeah, Sky Clark's amazing too. But Jaden is is man, like he it was nothing else he could do at Cannon. And I'm going to tell you like that. North Carolina Gatorade player of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like national title. I mean, you know, state championship. Like it was nothing else he could do in this state that would propel him any higher than he already was. And that's crazy to think of when this is the hoop state. You get what I'm saying? It's great talent. You got talent. You got the best talent in the country. Decide they want to live over here and play against us. You get what I'm saying? So, um, you know, if I was to compare the two, Jalen is a pure point guard. He can score. He can pass the rock. He can do it. He's athletic. Um, he's heady. He's smart. And he's he's always training. Like, so shouts out to Dewan Harris, too. Like, I, I spoke to you about him, you know, in, in our production meeting. Like, um, you know, played four years at UNC Charlotte. You know, this is how I had the opportunity to really, like, start finding out who Jaden Bradley was because he would, he trained him. And I would see these videos. Like, Man, this dude right here. Like he liked that, you know what I'm saying? And he, he welcomes um, just just that rigorous training that he goes through. And and um, if I was to compare both of them personally, and maybe because I'm a little bit biased, but I did I did see Sky Clark play a lot because I mean, when you play for LeBron's team, like how do you not like pay attention to that during the summertime when he right. played with Strive for Greatness and all of that and that ridiculous amount of talent that they had on that roster? But Jaden, I would put him a little bit higher right now. You got what I'm saying? And what what yeah. would be the comp? Like, what is there a guard that that Bradley compares to, and what does Clark compares to yeah. in your mind? Is there anybody that you can kind of go like, oh, he got a little bit of this game in it? Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so J- Jaden's like six two. Jaden's like six two. Uh, Wow, he does the pick and roll. He can shoot the ball. He's he going to go up. He's going to dunk on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to just sit. Man, I don't even want to – I don't even want to compare him to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like – one one Yeah, like – like Okay. Yeah, and I and I hate to put that type of pressure on him, but I know that, like, in in today's industry, like, I don't want to tag the kid as ha- having a ceiling of an X player. You get what I'm saying? Or a Y mm-hmm. player because I think that – you know, his ceiling is his ceiling. Like, you know what I mean? We've yet to see it. And um, and that's same with Scott Clark. Like, I think that, you know, like I'm hard pressed to like compare players, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like now I'm telling them what's the best they're going to be. 
I'll leave that okay. to the other guys. You get what I'm saying? Okay. I'll leave that to the other guys to do that because, you know, you know, we sit in the NFL draft, the NBA draft all day. They immediately, this guy gets drafted, the highest moment of his life, and they're telling you, you know, at best, you're going to be um, – you Stacey know. Augment. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. Like, I don't want to be – I'm. I, who am I to say that? But – I would I would definitely pay attention to him, the name. Just, you know, write it down. Jaden Bradley, like I say, number one uh, guard, point guard in the class of 2022. Um, and and who is he year. interested in? It, who is he interested in? Because I know that Sky Clark yeah. has, has us, has UCLA and North Carolina as his final four. So you and I are going to have to – we might be in a little uncomfortable situation in a second. There might be some hurt feelings. For sure, yeah. I, I, I know that um, – I know that he has uh, a ton of offers, a ton. I, I, you know, you name it, Notre Dame, UCLA, NC State, Michigan, Louisville, uh, Kansas. Uh, I mean, you name it. Everybody who's somebody. Um, let's see if I can keep going here, man. North Carolina, uh, Florida State, Auburn, Xavier, um, Alabama, Wake Forest, uh, so there's not a leader. Is there a leader <laughs> in the pack for him? I mean, um, I you know, know schools want him for, for sure. Like, if I was to say, like, I'm not him, so I don't know. He only he knows. But right. just based, based on like the pipeline that's come through, like North Carolina, like the other kid that we had come out of here that went to IMG, like Kansas grabbed him. We had another kid um, from Charlotte. Kansas grabbed him. He's you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay. Kansas has this like pipeline coming through here. Yeah. So if I was yeah. to guess. He may go to Kansas. Like if I if okay. I had to take a guess, I would love for him to end up in Chapel Hill because you know what Roy do with point guards. But right. you know, um, if I was to take a guess, Kansas, they just have they they have some kind of connection with with these these high high ranked players coming out of Charlotte. They they've already offered the number one player in the class of twenty twenty four in Charlotte. Kansas has already offered him, so it's something going on there. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, if I was to take a guess, I would say Kansas. Oh yeah, Bill Self has a has a some sort of voodoo when it comes to other areas of the country. And he picks out It's like every five years, he'll go to this area. And he, I think it was, I think it was like the, I'm trying, okay. Cause now he has the Azabukis of the world and whatever. But when he was getting the, like the, the Morris twins and, and, and people like that, I think he was more in the Midwest area. He had a lock on like Chicago and, St. Louis and areas like that. And then he switched. I don't know when the actual time frame happened, but then he started to switch and you started to see all these kids from like Mount Verde, IMG Academy, like you said. And it seems like he went to the kind of the the machine that is those type of schools. Yeah, he clear he clearly has a plan, um, the way he goes about doing, you know, his business. Because like I say, you know. He got Devon Dotson out of Charlotte, which was he was a McDonald's All-American. You know, what I mean, so like it, he he clearly. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. And, you know, like I say, he's he, he's on the hunt like right now for the number one player in 2024. I doubt I, I don't know if he'll get him. But, you know, um, Jocene Felton. So shout out to Jocene Felton, JFO, the brand like my son's trained with him. I've, I've coached against Jocene since he was like in sixth grade so right now he's the number one player in the class of 2024 overall regardless of position so um yeah so yeah bill self man you're doing something man I, you know i hey i gotta give you kudos man i think it's only fair that we get 
Sky Clark, and I'll tell you why. We lost Deshaun Nix. So with that being said, we're going to give a couple shout-outs. So Braylon McCain, I'm going to give his IG information again. So it's at Bray, B-R-A-Y, underscore two, underscore tough, T-U-F-F. Look him up, and I hope that he does get into Duke if that's where he really wants to go because I want to see dreams come true. And again, keep an eye on Addison Archer, 6'7 forward, sophomore. His IG page is fly underscore Addy, A-D-D-I. And his Twitter is you can call me Addy. So it's at you, the letter, can, so can a coat, call me Addy, A-D-D-I. And we are so blessed to be able to give you guys some shine, some well-deserved shine. So I look forward to seeing what you guys do in the future. Yes, sir. Back in the building, man. Back in the building. Right on time, right on schedule, yo. Yeah, man. Hey, shouts out to all that water, that good water, man. You know what I mean? Hey, stay healthy. Drink your water. Absolutely. 20 ounces sitting right here, and it's about two ounces left. So I'm with you on that. So, Coach T, we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to say again to the people out there uh, who listen to us, thank you. Um, We are blessed to have you as listeners, and we're only going to get better. Uh, Keep in mind that we all are in this together, and I wanted to give you some information. First and foremost, my Twitter page is question point underscore V. So it's all spelled out. Q U. E S T I O N P I or P O I N T underscore V. That's my Twitter. And question point underscore pod underscore Vince is the IG page. And we also have a QP Sports Exchange IG page that we put up. And we are going to continue to allow that to grow. And we really are asking for people for ideas and what have you that they want to have something like spotlighted on the show. We want to definitely get that out to people. And we just want to make it just one big trust tree that we're all in. And we're just talking about sports. Coach T, do you have any final words for the people? Hey, man, like I always tell people, man, do something positive this week. Empower somebody. Encourage somebody, man. It's a lot going on in the world right now. We know it's an election year. There's a ton of tensions on, like, just all kind of different fronts, man. So if you can take time out your day to uplift somebody and be positive, man, do it. I encourage you to do it. Um, again, thanks for listening. We, Hey, me and Vince, man, we're working on something special, man. So y'all get in on the ground floor, man, so y'all can, uh, y'all can take advantage of that equity. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. That's right. And I'll second those words. And listen, guys, this is not the only podcast. Coach T got his own podcast. He's in season three. So what you want to do is you want to go to all of your podcast getting devices. And you want to download Mud Talk the podcast because it drops every Thursday. And Coach T, what's coming up this Thursday that they can look out for? Yeah, so this Thursday, man, just like every other Thursday, man, uh, it's 10 a.m. 
new episode of Mud Talk will be released, hosted by your boy Coach T, man. And we're going this week, man. I'm gonna dive into something really, really special, man. I've, I've been, um, I've had a lot of things on my mind. You know, I've, I've been having some guests on early, but but you're gonna get a solo episode with Coach T, man. And you're gonna get a triple dose of inspiration this week, man, because I think the world needs it. I think everybody, you know, really needs it. And I, I'm gonna speak on just something that you know, uh, it's special to me. So, so tune in. Um, you, you're going to, you can get a special piece of coach T this Thursday at 10 AM. All right. You guys heard it here first. Get that episode when it drops at 10 AM. That's Eastern standard time. So on the West coast, it's going to be seven. We're going to get it early, have some breakfast, get our coffee and get it rolling and listen to mud talk. Coach T have a great week to all our people out there. Have a great week. Like you said, impact somebody's life in a, in a positive way. And on that note, we are out.